So I'm pretty sure a lot of you know that if you go to Boomerang, you know, the Boomerang app on your Roku or your smart TV, if your smart TV has it, um, that when you go there and you sign in, that one of the, of course, one of the iconic characters they have listed there is Yogi Bear. And, of course, along with him being listed, you're going to get everything related to him, from his various movies to his shows. And the show that started off, started off with him, excuse me, was the Yogi Bear show back in the 1960s. This was a couple of years before he starred in Hanna-Barbera's first animated film, Hey There is Yogi Bear. But what's interesting, though, about the Yogi Bear show is, just like the Jetsons, it's kind of in this, I guess you could say, little bubble you know, this little bubble that basically, you know, nowadays we see it, but it doesn't take as long for a continuation or a revamp, you know, to take place. You know, for for example, all we have to do maybe is rate a year, maybe six months at most for a new season, let's say on Netflix or Max or Disney Plus or whatever, uh, to, to arrive on the scene. That's, that's all we have to do. Mainly because, of course, they got to get everything together. We do it's, you know, the fi- you know, finishing touches on the product, you know, filming the last scenes, you know, making sure the effects are all right, things like that. But the Yogi Bear show, like the Jetsons, as I mentioned, is in this unique bubble to where they're one of the examples that you ended the show, you know, when you did, but yet you continued it almost. 20, or not almost, but over 26 years later. That's right. 26 years later, they continued the Yogi Bear show. And how is this indicated? Because when you go to Yogi Bear, to the Yogi Bear section, I should say, on the Boomerang app, and you click on his shows, and you click specifically on Yogi Bear, you're going to see all these volumes. And when you get up to, I would say, maybe about volume 5, volume 6, that's when you see that the animation and all the little thumbnails is more cleaner. It's more modernized. And that's because of the fact that this version of the Yogi Bear show is considered a second, if not third, season. And the reason it's considered a second or third season, let's say it's third season because Yogi Bear did start off on Huckleberry Hound, so we'll call it season 2.5. But the reason season 2.5 looks this way is because it's taking place after Hey There, It's Yogi Bear. And how is this evident? Because when you, you know, watch the intro, when you watch the intro, which uses early bits of CGI, you know, computer-generated computer imagery, you know, for its introduction, when you check that out, you will see moments and scenes there from Hey There, Yogi Bear. Yes, they splash in a bit of the old, you know, uh, Yogi Bear cartoons, and that's fine. But you also, like I said, you see little bits of the Hey There, Yogi Bear movie. And because you see that, and you also see how the characters are designed, you know, basically based, if you will, on the designs they had in the movie, you could consider this season 2.5 or season 3, if you want to look at it that way, as a continuation of Hey There, Yogi Bear. Also, the reason for Hey There, Yogi Bear coming out, out, or should I say, the See, this new season of Yogi Bear coming out, which is a continuation of Hey There's Yogi Bear, let me get my words straight there, 
is mainly because it was all part of something else. And what was it part of? Well, it was part of a series of, you know, a series known as the Superstar 10 series. That's right. Now, you might say, well, what do you mean Superstar 10? Well, in case you guys don't know, the Superstar 10 series was basically a year-long, if not two-year-long run of syndicated, if not directed video animated films by Hanna-Barbera based on, based and starring iconic Hanna-Barbera characters. You know, a lot of them had Scooby-Doo. A lot of them had Yogi Bear. You know, you know, one of the, two of them had the Jetsons, one of them with them crossing over with the Flintstones. And then, of course, you had Rocking with Judy Jetson. Then, of course, outside of Yogi Bear and Scooby, you know, and the Jetsons, you also had Top Cat, you had Huckleberry Hound, and I think that's about it. But that's mainly what these shows were about. These shows that were in syndication outside of, let's say, the network shows, like, let's say, A Pup Named Scooby-Doo, these were all done to correlate with the Superstar 10 series. That's what they were there for. Just like 13 Ghosts of Scooby-Doo was the, you know, was the end of the original Scooby-Doo run, it correlated into basically being the springboard for Scooby-Doo to enter into this new regime, this new regime of direct-to-video adventures, or direct-to-syndicated adventures. And that's how Yogi Bear came about, you know, you know, with this new continuation of the original show. Not only, basically, to introduce a newer generation like myself to Yogi Bear and everything, and I think I've already seen Yogi before that, uh, back when I was younger, a few years younger than when, than when I was when it came out, because I was like nine years old when this came out uh, in 1988, and I think I'd seen him in complimation uh, releases to like Tom and Jerry F- Super Funhouse on T- WTBS and all that years earlier. But anyway, anyway, though, this is why Yogi Bear came out with his new continuation to tie in with the new set of movies that he was going to be in. And he had three movies. That's right. He had three films he was starring in at that time as part of the Superstar 10 series. One of the first ones, I think, and correct me if I'm wrong here, one of the first ones, of course, was Yogi's Great Escape. And this was an interesting one because he and Boo Boo were trying to basically return or find the mother of these three little cubs that had wandered into or dropped off in Jellystone Park. And thus they encountered, you know, a complimation. They encountered a complimation of other iconic Hanna-Barbera characters that have always been associated with Yogi Bear, like Wally Gator, Snagapus, Quick Draw, you name it. After that, they had another one that came afterwards, and this would be Yogi Bear and the Magical Flight of the Spruce Goose. This, of course, again, was bringing all the characters associated with Yogi Bear together, and also giving them a villain, and of course, Dick Dastardly and, Dick Dastardly and Muttley. But then... His third and final film was actually one that fans had been waiting for. Because you see, all the other films part of, that were part of the Superstar 10 series always seemed to basically single out, you know, the characters they were based or they were featuring. You know, they would single them, you know, they would single, excuse me there, you know, they would single them out uh, in a way to where you knew the movie was going to be mainly about them or focus on them. 
So, for example, with the Jetsons, outside of the crossover with the Flintstones, you know, you had rocking with Judy Jetson, and you knew it was going to be centered around Judy, you know, and her friends and her family. So that was the end of that. Uh, Scooby-Doo, of course, you had all, you know, all the movies centered around Scooby-Doo, from Boo Brothers, Ghoul School, you know, and Reluctant Werewolf, and they all featured Scooby-Doo, with only one of them, or two of them, I should say, introducing iconic characters that had not been seen but maybe once or twice. The Ghoul School, of course, you had the Ghoul Girls. You had the Ghoul Girls, if you will, who made a, who made a return in a crossover with a OKKO. And then, on top of that, in the movie that you know, closed things out for them, you had, of course, um, Cookie, who was Shaggy's girlfriend back in, that, back in that movie. And I think she'd only made a return once or twice in a cameo. But every one of those movies, what I'm getting at is every one of those movies, including Top Cat and the Beverly Hills Cat, and The Good, The Bad, and The Huckleberry Hound, all centered around certain characters. Again, Top Cat and the Beverly Hills Cat, Top Cat and his gang. Good, Bad, and Huckleberry Hound, around mainly Huckleberry Hound, co-starring Yogi and the gang. But outside of those, you know, but outside of those, Yogi always had his movies where he would encounter other Hanna-Barbera characters. Yes, Huckleberry Hound in his movie did the same thing, but its main focus was on Huckleberry. And a lot of fans had been wanting to see Yogi focus into his own film. You know, no, you know, no, co- no uh, guest appearances by Huckleberry or Wally or Quickdraw or Snagglepuss. No, they wanted Yogi in his own film based on what they were watching on television. And that's, that final film, The Invasion of the Space Bears, did just that. And why did it do just that? Because outside seeing Yogi, outside seeing the Ranger, you know, Ranger Smith, outside of seeing him and Yogi and Boo Boo first, you also saw Cindy Bear. That's right, Cindy Bear, the moment she showed up, you knew, okay, this is going to be based in Jellystone. It's not going to go, well, except with the exception of being out in space and everything for Yogi and Boo Boo. You know, outside of that, you know, outside of that, it's mainly going to be focused, you know, on, you know, you know, on Jellystone. It's mainly going to be centered there. Yes, you're going to have some new characters showing up, like Mountain Bear. I think that's what his name was. And, and a love interest for Boo Boo called Snooly the Space Bear and everything. So you, you knew, though, the moment Cindy showed up, hey, this was going to be more grounded in the Yogi Bear show. And that is basically why, in 1988, the Yogi Bear show was revived. It's not only to be part of the Superstar 10 series with the other two movies that you know, he and Boo Boo starred in, along with the complimentation of other Hanna Barbera characters get starring with them, as well as them kind of get starring in The Good, The Bad, and Huckleberry Hound, but you knew it was going to lead to a movie that was going to be featured in the, in, you know, featured in the Yogi Bear show continuity. You know, no, you know, like I said, no guest starring of other Hanna-Barbera characters. And that's what happened. They mainly saved the last Yogi Bear movie as part of the Superstar 10 series as basically the way of saying, okay, here's Yogi Bear show, the movie, Invasion of the Space Bears. Because that's mainly what it was. It's mainly what it was. 
It was Yogi Bear, Invasion of the Space Bears. That's mainly what it was. And again, I know that sounds kind of weird to, to hear and everything, but it's true. It's true. Because when you look at the Superstar 10 series and the movies that Yogi was in beforehand, you would think, okay, these movies, obviously, the, you know, they start off in Jellystone, or at least somewhat in Jellystone. You think you would see Cindy in there, right? You know, you think you'd see Cindy in there, but you don't. And I think the reason for that is because these movies were being developed just around the time the revising of both Yogi Bear and the Jetsons were being done. That's what I think happened. I think basically Spruce Goose, uh, Great Escape, and even Jetsons Meet the Flintstones were all being done basically at a time... When the, revi- when the revising of both those iconic 60s animated shows were being developed. And I think Rocking with Judy Jetson and Yogi and the Vision of the Space Bears came about during the production, the animation you know, process, if you will. Story, you know, basically the production, the full-on production you know, and everything of those shows. You know, from the animation, script writing, you name it. That's when those two films came about, which is why when you look at them and you see that they're more focused on the world that they're in, you know, the continuity they're in, then you can kind of see and maybe understand, looking back on it, that, oh, maybe that is the reason. You know, maybe that is the reason why outside of the other two Yogi Bear films, Invasion of the Space Bears feels more like a movie based in the Yogi Bear show universe. And that's a fact. That is a fact that I think a lot of people have to accept. They really do. That is a fact. But let me know what your thoughts are. Let me know what your thoughts are. How did you first feel about the Yogi Bear show when it got revised in 1988? What were your thoughts on it basically being, you know, pretty much the catalyst or not, well, not just a catalyst, but a connecting catalyst to the Superstar 10 series. Let me know if I'm missing out on any information, guys. I'd love to hear from you on this. Also, let me know what your thoughts were on, you know, the fact that, you know, if you believe, if, on the fact that if you believe, what I'm trying to say is on the fact that if you believe maybe I'm onto something, that Invasion of the Space Bears went into development at the same time the revised Yogi Bear show was already in development. You know, you know, filming, you know, animation, voice acting, you name it. Let me know if I'm onto something. I'd love to hear your take on it. But until next time, guys, live chat during the premiere. Like the video. Super chats are open. Love to hear you. Do- love to have you donate there. It would help open up the channel. Also, subscribe to the channel. Like the video. Also, check out the Teespring store for new merchandise you can't get anywhere else. Also, check out my Patreon. And until next time, guys, I will talk to you all later. But give me your thoughts. Give me your thoughts. I'd love to hear what you have to say about this. What do you think of it? What do you think of it? What do you think about the points I've made? Maybe the reasonings behind it? Give me your thoughts. And until next time, I am out.